This is episode 116 of the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast. Luego te abrazas mi bosque de ternura abandonada y te busco entre mis sueños. Tú que robaste mi silencio. Que fuiste el amo de mi sueño. Hello, hello, you are listening to episode 116 of the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast. I am your host, the almighty Skull Crusher, and joining me today are my co-hosts from New York City, Mike Spriggs. Mike, how are you doing, sir? Great, now that the vuelta is over. And from the other side of the country, my brother Klaus. Klaus, how are you doing, sir? That's how I'm doing. That's not Klaus. <laughs> it's my stand-in. I thought no one would notice. No. <laughs> uh, nope. All right. I'm doing. You're doing well? Yeah. All right. Awesome. I'm happy to hear. So the Vuelta España, man, what a what a race! Wait, are we gonna go jump straight into the Vuelta, or should we talk about something else before we talk about the Vuelta? It would be a first if we jump right into cycling. Yeah, I don't know that I want to actually even break that. We can, uh, you can wait, and you and you and Mike catch up while I go grab a beer. Then I'll talk about my beer. Mike can talk about hummus, and then we'll talk about cycling. How's that sound? I'm not talking about hummus. That sounds awesome. You're not talking about hummus at all? Ever again? <laughs> You're boycotting, like, hummus talk? Oh, it's because only... you looked at the, uh, you looked at the fat content of tahini, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it freaked you out, it and did. now you refuse. Um, I don't blame you. Okay, I'll tell you what. Yeah, you guys go ahead and catch up with each other. I'm going to go grab a beer. I'll be back. Who starts a podcast and then leaves? I do. This reminds me of uh, the time that Jay Leno walked off his own show when Howard Stern was the guest. He was unhappy and he walked off his own show. <laughs> My brother's walking away from his own podcast. Why didn't he say, I'm going to go get a beer. We'll start in 35 seconds. He likes stuff. He likes to fix things in post. I guess He's so. He's creating work for himself. Things. I know. What the hell's going on? Nonsense. Nonsense. Klaus, did you watch there the Vuelta? I did. I did. I mean, I, I missed, uh, uh, you know, little bits and pieces here and there. But for the most part, yeah, I kept up pretty well. Which, um, uh, full credit, I, I think I mentioned this to you guys, and I think the person that originated this thought was uh, Bike Snob. That he said that watching the Vuelta is like, and the type of person that watches the Vuelta is the type of person that stays in the theater to watch the credits roll <laughs> after a movie. Thus making the Vuelta yes. and the things that happen in the Vuelta like the gag reel in a Jackie Chan movie or a Will Ferrell movie or something. Oh, which wow. Is not that that's, talk off, about a, that's, a, that's a very good, uh, obscure reference. The, the Jackie Chan, like, after the credits thing. Yeah. Wow. I guess, well, I guess Jackie Chan hasn't made a movie in, like, 12 years. But I'm sure he has, but you know what I mean. Oh, wow. Is Jackie Chan but, still alive? Uh, he's still think, alive. Yeah, yeah, he's still alive. Okay, uh, what, did, what did you guys talk about while I was gone? The entire Vuelta. Yeah. 
Oh, we're yeah, done? Yeah, we're done. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, join us 20, for the next see, episode. Just 48 seconds. Join us for our next episode uh, when we discuss uh, Paris-Roubaix 2017. It's going to be a 20-second podcast. And um, tahini. And, and we're going to discuss tahini. But I'm, I'm drinking Abita lemon wheat. Lemon what? harvest wheat. First of all, summer's over. I know, which Second is, why, all, which is why this case of beer was Ooh. on sale. Oh, I'm not a woman? Oh. Ooh. You're gender fluid. It's fine. <laughs> mm. We have Oleg Tinkoff on the podcast. Oh. This tastes See? like butthole. <laughs> no, I, like, so I went to the party and all these people, everybody brings their own beers, you know, whatever. And then when we were And you leaving, stole the wheat beer. Well, the, the, the guest, the, I mean the guest, the host, the hostess, was like, oh, please take all this beer. I'm never going to drink it, whatever. So I was like, I was drunk. I'm like, oh, free beer. Hell yeah. So I just grabbed every bottle and put it in a, in a box and then just brought it home. And then when I was like unpacking it, I was like, ugh. Abita usually does very good stuff. Turbo Negro is a great beer. They make Purple Haze is good. It's a good band. Yeah, uh, that too. Um. All right. So, did you guys catch up though with everything? Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. That's good. That's good. Yeah. This was not really. You're gonna have to cut it down in post. Close yeah, we router. Close's router is in nat mode. <laughs> nat. <laughs> I'm telling you, I want to punch this router in the face. I just don't know where its face is. It's like right where the inner face is. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> I hate it. All My right. internet troubles continue, but whatever. So we had actually talked about the Vuelta right up until Chavez had won its first stage, correct? Yeah, here's Maybe, the thing about the Vuelta. This, is my, this was the point I wanted to make about the Vuelta, and this addresses it perfectly. It feels like that race was going on for two and a half months. Yes, it was awesome. It was the best two and a half months of my life. <laughs> but why why is that mike do you think that it's so late in the season and you're kind yeah. of like too out of time i mean what the hell is it because i kind of agree with that uh, oh. yeah i don't know why i was gonna ask you guys if you felt the same way but well, I, I, at one this. point you know like stage 17 i went into the store and it turned on i was like is this thing still on no one's won this thing yet <laughs> okay here's the thing i think yeah. it seems like that because it took forever to figure out who was gonna win it the whole time, it was, like, so close, you never really knew who was going to win it. Whereas any other Grand Tour, like, halfway through, right. you're like, oh, yeah, that guy's going to win it. He has, like, 17 minutes on the next guy. Yeah, you might be right. And then the other thing, I mean, if you if you really still don't even think that it was that long, think about this. The last time we had a podcast, Daniel Martin was still in the race. I mean, he – this is well, – because my first note from stage six was – did Dan Martin finally attack at the right time? Nope. <laughs> Not only that, but I forgot about the fact that Nibali there had was a whole incident of Nibali, yeah, holding onto a car. I, <laughs> I thought know. that was in another race. That makes this is what I'm talking about. That was that felt like last year, right? Yeah. Chris Froome and Vincenzo yeah, Nibali true. were in this race. How about the time right. trial on the on the linoleum yeah. on, the, on the jetty? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was crazy. Well, stage six, I wrote Dan Martin finally attacked at the right time. Nope. And then stage seven, I put Dan Martin gets it wrong again, all capitals. <laughs> uh, so he's going to Omega Pharma Quick Step next year. Big, yeah. Yeah. Trade. 
in the big he's trade. standing in for uh, Rigoberto Duran, huh? He'll be standing in for Rigoberto. Kenny yeah. Loft. But Chavez was in red for a while, which was awesome, of course. As, I mean, as an American, and he but also, finished fifth. Yeah, I mean, as as not only because I'm Colombian, but also the dude just seems so nice and so friendly and just so cool. Like I just couldn't help it, but like think that he was awesome that he did so well and good for Oric as well. Yeah, two stages and finished fifth. Yeah, I mean that's ridiculous. And he's what seventeen. <laughs> He's older than Naito, and Naito finished fourth. And he signed a long contract with Orica, didn't he? Two, two more, two two more, more years. years. Yeah, yeah he two extended more, it. Yeah. I do have to say, Naito Quintana, of course, I mean, he was down. There's not much he could do. But it was weird, and it's easy to say this from the sidelines when you're not actually racing and realizing how hard the speeds are. But I think Naito is a little hesitant to attack sometimes. I wonder if it was just him being tired, because in the Giro last year, well, I know he, he was wasn't. sick, too. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm not sure exactly uh, what it is. But, uh, well, since we were talking about, like, Daniel Martin coming to uh, Omega Pharma Quick Step and then Rigoberto Duran leaving, I was looking to see who else uh, Cannondale Garmin had, uh, had signed, you know, to, like, back him up or whatever. And I'm Pierre happy. Roland. Yeah, but now... Do you think that Pierre Rolani is ready in his career? It's at the point in his career where he can be like, well, uh, I'm, I'm fine like being like support for somebody else. Or do you think he still wants to be that like GC guy that he was supposed to be, that the French promised us for a long time and that Europe car believed he could be? Is he ready to just be like, screw it? My guess is that based on the offers that were on the table and from the teams that were out there, which I'm guessing was not that many, he knows where he stands. That's kind of my guess. I, I would think so, too. But I hope so, though. I hope that it doesn't come in. But so the other one uh, that I found, it, th- there's a couple other people. Sebastian Langeveld, who's definitely a domestique through and through, mm-hmm. is going to Cannondale and... Is staying in Cannondale rather, and uh, Maddie Breschel from Think of Saxo is also coming to Cannondale. Mm. So, so that's good. And Pierre Roland, Pierre Roland I, the, the the thing that excites me most about Pierre Roland is that he learns enough English to have the best Twitter account in the peloton. Really? Oh, uh, really? You're saying my, he he did or no? He will. Oh, he will. I don't think his English is very good right now, but he he could learn yeah, he just will. enough to ah. where it would be crazy. Yeah. Jonathan Botter's already published some of the right. text conversations he's having with them, and they're already pretty interesting. Yeah, so that could be good. I, uh, I'm looking right now at all the other uh, signings from Cannondale. Uh, Matthew Breschel, Eddie Dunbar. I don't know who that is. Uh, Craig Lewis. Uh, Ryan Mullen. Some Irish wait, wait, dude. wait. Craig Lewis? Craig Lewis? No. It says here, Craig Lewis, rumor. So it's rumor. Craig Lewis has been retired for like three years. That's another, either he's going to be a coach or that's a different Craig Lewis. Um, I don't know, one or the other. Mike, what if it's Lawson Craddock? Oh, crap, Johan Alfredo. That could be a very good domestique. Fredo from The Godfather? No, Johan Alfredo. Uh, 
Pierre Roland, and then Tommy. Well, now he's never going to learn English. (laughs) (laughs) Forget what I said earlier. It's going to be those two Frenchies just talking. If it was just him and he was isolated and he had to learn English, there's potential. Johan's on the team for you. I still just loved when Team Sky posted rules and said that no one was allowed to speak in any other language Language. other than English. And then they hire writers that have never spoken English in their life. Um, hey, you know what else I'm looking at here in this page in front of me? Sylvian Chavanel signed to the new Europe car team. What's, what's the new Europe car? Uh, it, it comes out here as Team Bernadeu. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, huh. Sylvian Chavanel, huh? So oh this, his shirt says, his jersey now says, I am... Out of here. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I am out of here. I get it. Man, that team did nothing. They're like the San Diego Chargers. You forget they exist. <laughs> I always used to say they're like, they're like Golden State. You forget they exist until they get Steph Curry and then they win the freaking NBA and they just, yeah. So maybe they'll manage to do that too. I don't no, know. I really doubt it. I really doubt it. Um... So, you know what I was thinking in Eurosport did something really interesting? And I don't know, did you guys watch the race in Eurosport? Yeah. Mostly, yeah. Okay, so you guys watched uh, Vuelta Extra? Oh, yeah. Isn't it funny that Eurosport always wants to pair, like, always wants, like, these pre- and post-game, with, like, just with people that speak no English? That French dude? Juan Antonio Fletcher's English is getting worse. I know, it's hilarious, I love (laughs) it. And it's because he was in Spain. I mean, not a secret, but I'm pretty sure it's because he was only speaking Spanish until he talked to Ashley House, and then he forgot how to speak English. I mean, but think about it. Like, he had to flip the switch right that moment when they made him wave to the camera, like, we're coming right back, and he's, like, cluelessly looking. There was a couple times that I felt so bad for him because the guy would be like, I don't know, for example, like, wow, you know, that was a great attack, you know, right in the last kilometer, the timing was perfect. And Juan Antonio Fletcher would go, well, no, not at all. Oh. What happened was that attack the last kilometer was great, was perfect. It's like, <laughs> oh, no. You either are not listening or didn't understand. It's embarrassing for everyone. <laughs> no, and isn't it Did funny? Guys- they, had that, they had that dude with the funky pants with Greg LeMond, neither of which know how to speak English. And now, with Juan Antonio Flecha, poor Ashley House is the only person in that whole company who knows how to speak English properly because Carl Kirby can't speak English, neither can Sean Kelly. The only person I understand in that whole channel is Ashley House, who's the person that knows the least about cycling. <laughs> what do you mean Carlton Kirby can't speak English? Ah, all right, so he can't speak English. I still can't understand a thing he says. Plus, they're all, like, terrible puns. True. Uh, he does do a lot of that as segues. Like, he'll be like, oh, and look at those cows. They're eating grass. But you know who will not be eating is da 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 like it's always some but it's an it's oh, not so quite terrible. a smooth transition like it's really forced oh he he's just bad he's just terrible but hilarious so oh. i can't really complain and look at those tractors on the side of the road you know who's not going to be riding a tractor chris Froome because he broke his foot that doesn't even make sense you know <laughs> you know actually what i was thinking about when we were talking about um uh, Juan Antonio Flecha, and I wish I would have like sampled this to play it for you. I don't know if you noticed that Flecha cannot say Degenkolb. Oh, this is Degenkolb. No. Club. 
Sure. I played it for my wife and we laughed for a while. It is pretty funny. The Game Club. <laughs> John the Game Club. <laughs> but I think Mike is right. Right. Two seconds before the cameras came on, he was on his cell phone talking to his mom about like doing his laundry when he comes back to Barcelona or whatever. And then they like turn on the cameras and he's like a deer caught in headlights. <laughs> hey, you he's like, like what? Do you guys also remember the TJ Van Garder and was in the Vuelta? What? Yeah. My notes from August 29th say Nibali and TJ out already at stage eight. <laughs> so, which means that TJ Van Garderen was in the Vuelta at some point, I guess. Whoa, what was that? Klaus, Klaus's router just ate his transmission. What was that? That was like a weird uh, rain sound effect from Slayer's Rain and Blood. Was it really? <laughs> no, that's what it sounded like. Oh, I didn't do that, anything. Yeah. yeah, that was crazy. It sounded like the intro for... Uh... Mike is currently overmodulating. Hey, you know who else was in the Vuelta? Peter oh. Sagan. Oh, right. Remember, he that's kicked the medical right. car in the motorcycle? He got taken out. Yeah, he got taken out by the motorcycle. <laughs> I love that he just started kicking shit. <laughs> See, that's what made the Vuelta feel like uh, like a crazy gag reel. Was all the motorcycle yeah. thing, yeah. and then Oleg Tinkoff wanted to f- pull the team. Imagine! Uh, I thought he was going to do it. it. I was rooting for that actually. I kind of was too, but I'm glad that he didn't because, dude, Rafa Maika is like a young. You never know. I mean, you never know how many more chances you have at like doing this well in a Grand Tour. So I'm glad that he didn't. But it would have been awesome if he would have, though. But at the same time. Like, it's not like the Vuelta organizers were like, let's just hire a bunch of nobody. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure that they did their due diligence, no? How many bulls have you fought in your lifetime? Five? All right. You have a license for a motorcycle. I don't know. It looked bad. Whatever was going on was bad, bad, bad. But I thought it was pretty funny. Peter Sagan. Um, Now, I have a question for you guys. Who owns mm. who owns Eurosport? Don't look it up. Don't cheat. Don't cheat. I'm guessing Sky. I thought so too. Or yeah, Sky. Or is it Murdoch? Like it's Fox. Like yeah, my Chinese Chinese some Chinese company. Chinese. No, actually, the company that owns them is headquartered in Maryland, in the United States. Get out. What? Mm-hmm. What are they called? The Discovery Channel. Oh, no. It is true. Look it up. Wait. They bought Eurosport. No, they've owned them the whole time. What else do they own? Uh, A whole bunch of other random channels and stuff. But But they're the parent company? Yeah. Is the Discovery Channel still on the air? I think so. It's called Discovery Media or something like that. Dude, Shark Week still exists. Shark Week. (laughs) Shark Week and Eurosport. (laughs) I used to love Shark Week. And I was like, man. They still have it. I was like, Discovery Channel and Eurosport, there has to be a joke in there somewhere, but I couldn't pull it out. I couldn't fish it out. So They even have Discovery uh, Channel Radio. Speaking of the Discovery Channel, do you guys see the latest trailer for the new Lance Armstrong movie? No, but did you see a new trailer for that awesome BB-8 Star Wars droid? I went to buy it and it was sold out. I was so pissed. Yeah. Dude, that needs to happen. What are you going to do with that thing? 
With a remote control droid? Guess. Is it a Roomba? Does it vacuum the room at least? That's funny that you say that because that's the exact same thing my wife said. No, it costs almost as much as a Roomba. But no, you just like play with it and the dog follows it and stuff. Awesome. If Lucas comes out with a droid Roomba next week, I'm suing him. <laughs> Mark my words. I'm waiting for a Johnny Five life-size replica. The uh, Johnny Five. What is that? What, that? what is that? Johnny what Five is short from Short Circuit, man. Remember, he becomes gold-plated and becomes an American citizen. Oh, right. <laughs> he pledges allegiance. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, man. Okay. Vuelta. Cycling. Uh, disc brakes came up at some point um, during the Vuelta conversation because the teams were like, were allowed to test it or whatever in some of the bikes. And I thought, wow, I have cared. There, I, I can't think of very, very many times where I've cared less about cycling than when they're talking about disc brakes. I don't even know what this what? what? How does it even work? What? Is it like magnets? <laughs> I don't even care how they work. Let's Mike, say that, why? Let's say that when we did were, you join St. Cloud Posse? <laughs> Jesus. Let's say that we were Just watching... Uh, let's say that you were watching baseball and they start talking about the... Type of wood in the bat. I was gonna say the type of bat wrap. That There's not a lot going on in baseball. Bat tape. Yeah, or, or or in football, if you're talking about the composition of the of the sole of the of the rubber in the sole of the shoes, it's it's, it's so stupid, and they just went on and on and on and on. Is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. Is it better? Is it worse? Who gives a rat's ass about this stuff? I know a bunch of cycling nerds that are like just all nerdy and stupid, and I'm <laughs> complaining about them because I'm one of them. But I just don't care about disc brakes. I don't care. It's a non-issue. Should I care? I kind of care. You should. Klaus cares. You know what I care I mean, about. I just care because I think the bikes are look different. It's kind of interesting. I know, you know, it's kind of just a ploy to get people to buy new bikes and new wheels and all of that stuff. But I don't know. Gravel, I find gravel, it mildly are interesting. They, are there gravel disc brakes? Mike, that's for gravel grinders. <laughs> There's no gravel grinding in professional cycling. It's like how there's no crying in baseball. Not, not yet. There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. But if you ever wondered who is the loser that looks at like those, like so-and-so's bike at the Tour de France or before Paris-Roubaix or whatever, you're listening to him. I look, I look at those, but I look at it for the graphics, not for the disc brakes. <laughs> I look at it just in general. Like I sometimes... I like bikes more than I like cycling. I, 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 I look at them too, but I look at them for masturbation. Oh, wait. Are we talking about cycling or Playboy? Yes, cycling. Playboy? You know still around? Like, oh, uh, Playboy. I, I know. I, I, I get it for the articles. <laughs> no. Our references are highly dated. Yeah, How's Playboy. Play, does Playboy still exist? Is Hugh Hefner still alive? Hugh Hefner is still alive. Yes. That's, That's crazy, dude. Hugh Hefner is still alive. That's nuts. I find that hard to believe. Meanwhile, Philip Seymour Hoffman is dead. How is that even? How is that even fair? Well, so is there, is there a god? Is there a god? I know. This is outside the scope of this book. Well, Polly Shore still alive? Yes, absolutely. As he should be. I hope he lives forever. Hey, listen. 
What did you guys think about the couple of stages that were broadcast from kilometer zero? Did you did you guys watch watch both of those? From the I did not. From the get go. Kilometer zero, dark thirty. <laughs> yes. I saw that move. Kilometer zero, dark thirty. Who? Um, I loved it. You know why? When they like the the first one that they did was stage eleven, because I actually got to see. Chris Froome crashing and breaking his foot live. <laughs> oh, that's right. It happened like right away, right? <laughs> right away. It was hilarious. So was it, did it, did it burst the bubble of the mystique of pro cycling? Was it like a grand Fondo start? <laughs> no, actually it was oh. crazy because that, that stage started basically, it was like three blocks and just straight uphill. Oof. So everybody right off the gun, every just, everybody just started attacking. And so people were like, a full force since like yeah breaking I mean, their feet yeah no definitely Dude, not using like, their disc brakes there was there <laughs> oh, was a, no not at all there were people like passing the commissary car and stuff because everybody wanted to get like everybody was just like fighting for position because the road would turn left and go straight up to the first to the first uh first category uh, climb so People were going really really fast so people started going onto the sidewalks and stuff and that's where Chris from crashed. He was in a sidewalk and there was like a pylon on the sidewalk and he hit it. Here, here's a question. I have a question and you guys might know the answer to this. I should probably know the answer, but there were a couple, I think it was Sagan and one other guy they had talked to in one of those post post race interviews and they were asking about, about the next day and both guys were like, I don't know. I didn't, I don't know what tomorrow, I, what is it? Up, uphill? Like they didn't know what the next day's stage was. <laughs> and is that normal or is that Vuelta? No, I well, well, I don't know. That's I like you're a little really... checked out. Yeah, that's because it was like stage. You know, it was the first week, end of the first week, and Sagan was like, "I don't know what tomorrow's stage looks like." Well, I, like, I how's think that, that even possible? Nah, it, listen, if you're not there for the GC, you have your days marked. You have the ones where you can attack, the ones where you have to do a lot of work for somebody else, and the ones that are going to be a huge pain. And then the rest, I guess you're just like, I don't know, I don't care, whatever it is. I no. guess it was just weird because as fans, we know what every day is like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, kind of. Well, I guess here's the, the comparable. Mike, tomorrow at work, do you have any meetings, or is it a more or less straightforward day? Meetings, wall-to-wall meetings. No, you don't. No, you, I'm just yeah? No. No. Okay. What about you? I have Dear no brother, idea. Mine? I have no idea. I haven't looked. Really? really? See, I know tomorrow if I have meetings or not. More or less, I know if it's a if it's a like a mountain. <laughs> I mean, finish I know, or if it's a. I have a day. I have a one on one with my boss at three o'clock, which is a standing meeting, and then I have a okay, see, signage know. production meeting at uh, eleven, but it's canceled tomorrow. But there could be something. See? There, there could be a thousand others. I haven't even that I, I haven't. What even about had. your? Uh, are you in HR solitary confinement for the rest of the afternoon? No, 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 no. That's it's. First of all, it's called detention, and second of all, it starts Thursday. Yeah. You see. Yeah. But you know, you know. That's what I mean. Like out of a professional, you would expect that they would have a rough idea. Right. Yeah. I guess that was my point. A ru- just a rough idea. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It might be fun. It might be fun to just show up at the start line and be like, "Hey guys, what's up for today?" Yeah. Um, how about that, Ian Boswell? Huh? Finished third on stage. Where was that? Uh, stage eleven in the Queen Stage. But no one in the U.S. knows that he yeah, exists. 
Oh, well, he's a boss. Well, and I don't think he got picked for the um, for the for nationals, right? Oh, I don't even know. Oh yeah, we uh, we have to see that list. Uh, that? Why does anybody care about that list? You know, Peter Sagan is going to win. What was that your was because that your pick? Americans want to race in the U.S. and nationals? No, I know, but um, yeah, I think I think I think Sagan is going to win it. I think it has to be one but of those. It has to be a strong or or Degen club. Yeah, or Valverde. He looks super strong. No, he cracked, he, he, he cracked the day like, Saturday night, Saturday morning. He cracked. Fuck him. Yeah, but the, for, the form is strong. The form is strong with that one. And Rigoberto Uran. One in Quebec. Hmm. 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 And Lawson Craddock. He looked good a couple of days there at the Vuelta. No one, no one knows who he is. Not even his family, except for Mike. <laughs> His own mother. It's like, oh, I forgot that he even existed. Like how I forget about the Chargers. <laughs> um, what do you think about people? I must say, Sean Kelly was the first person I heard that did this. That compared Tom Dumoulin to Miguel Indurain. Ooh. Hmm. And yeah. That's and not a, I, you don't want to be compared to me. I read it, I, I read it again uh, somewhere else. And Tom, I started thinking Tom about it. Tom Dumoulin can rest assured that he... Is the first Dutchman to lose the Vuelta? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I just think that you know. I mean, I was thinking about it, and Indurain is at during his prime was probably a good maybe ten pounds <laughs> heavier. Uh, he's probably a little bit taller. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think Demolon is like six one or six two, and Indurain was like six five. But if you think about it, though, they're both time trialists, really. I mean, at heart. But they're both incredibly powerful. If you look at them climb, if you look at Dumoulin climb, he almost looks like Indurain, the way that he has, like, the hunchback, but, like, kind of like a, a relaxed hands. But, like, it is – it was weird when, he's, when, when Kelly said that because I started paying attention. And I was yeah. like, it's – He's strong, he's powerful, he can time trial, he can sort of climb, he can sort of sprint. Maybe. I, I mean, if he continues on that route, it would have to be like Indurain, which is that he can maintain, but he would never attack in the mountains. Of course, we know why Indurain could climb so well now, but nevertheless. <laughs> Demolon, I mean, he needs... Uh, if the time trial had been longer, he maybe could have had... Um, a bigger gap, but also that stage had too much climbing where he like finally lost it. But it was like one day of climbing too many. Oh no no no, absolutely! But that made the race so amazing. It's it yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really did. I loved it, and I was put. I was. If Dumoulin would have won that, I would have been happier. Actually, it's, I don't have anything against Aru, but Aru versus Dumoulin, I like Dumoulin way better. Because by like- the way, how funny was it when Aru was? Behind by three seconds, which was exactly the time bonus that he lost, he lost because to Mikel Landa. Was it Mikel Landa wanted to win that stage? Yeah, just like how what was it? Andy Schleck lost the tour by seven seconds, which was exactly what he <laughs> lost when he dropped his chain. <laughs> you can't um, make that stuff up. Klaus, so good, Klaus. He won. The yes, tour. he won the tour. Oh, that, yeah, he won that one. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah I don't know what but wait, talking about. We got sidetracked when Mike asked if we had seen the uh, trailer for that movie, and then we started talking about trailers for toys, which I didn't even know existed. 
the program. Called, they're they're called commercials. Well, yeah, whatever. But what the toys or the or the trailer? The trailer. They're on the program. <laughs> what? The trailer for the movie. What movie? Program. The program. This what? is like who's on first. The movie is called The Program. Oh, what? So the, the reason why I wanted to talk about it was also that Ben Foster, who plays Lance, people know what the story is. The story is about Lance. It's about U.S. Postal and the dope. The guy who plays Lance. making a movie Lance. out of it? How freaking – who's going to go and watch that? That's Not ridiculous. Me. That's so stupid. I already bought a ticket. So That's so stupid. <laughs> it's not coming up for like two months. Mike bought a ticket. Like it's all up a loser, 93. Uh, the, the guy Mike wants to plays. go to Cypress Hill and Hole. <laughs> um, the guy who played Lance took performance enhancing drugs to prepare for the role. No. Like he won't say what he took. Right, right. What did just, he take? He won't say. He's like, I don't want to say, but it messed me up. Man, mess me, mess my head up. Oh please! Fucking I wonder what it was. It wasn't anything, man. They're trying to create headlines to get people to go to a movie that nobody wants to see because it's completely dumb. Who cares? It's a sports hey. People will see a sports movie. Not only when that, the people win Landis at the end. By Landry from Friday Night Lights. Yes, that's right. Landry, did you hear me, Landry? I want to tell you something. People like sports movies. Because people love baseball. Or, That's the only reason sports movies are good. Because of baseball movies. Because if you took no, baseball movies... If you take baseball out of the baseball movie equation, you have Rudy and that's about it. Wait. So are you telling me that Rudy is better than Tin Cup? <laughs> I'm telling you, Ladybugs is the best sports movie since Air Bud. No, see, people are going to go watch it because Landry, it's its double trouble. <laughs> he was in a football show, and now he's being Floyd Landis. And in the trailer, the actor actually says, my bike, just like Lance Armstrong would. <laughs> I want to raise my bike. That I can't do it very well. I don't oh know if it's a tech. God. I don't know what it is, but the moment I heard, I was like, "Okay, it is how he says." Mobike. Okay, <laughs> what is your favorite baseball movie of all times? The Natural. No, The Sandlot, of course. You Mike, know what? what a lot me? of people say The Sandlot. By the way, I've asked a lot of people this question. A lot of people say The Sandlot. Mike, what's your Major, favorite? Major League. That movie comes up a lot oh. as well, and I would say Major League is a close second for me. But I have to say that Moneyball, or oh, Moneyball was good. Yeah. Or um, uh, For the Love of the Game. That movie's really good. Have you seen that? Nope. It's another Kevin Costner baseball movie, but... What's the one with the women's league with Tom Hanks? Uh, a League that of Their Own. referenced earlier. Oh, that's League a of League Their Own. League of Their Own. Yeah. You, there's no crying in baseball. Close. No, with but listen. Rosie O'Donnell. The, the... And Madonna. The... Um, for the Love of the Game, he's, um, he's a pitcher for the Tigers. And the movie starts with him going to the stadium to pitch what may be his last game. And during the game, you see him pitching and stuff, and he starts to think about his career and stuff. And as the game progresses, he continues to think about his career. He decides that he's done. He wants to uh, retire after this game. And as the movie progresses, fast forward if you don't want a spoiler. As the movie progresses, you realize he's pitching a perfect game. But you realize like an hour into the He's movie. He's on acid. 
He sees it's, dead people. And then he sees dead people. <laughs> it's it's awesome. And then he kills himself. Has there ever, My favorite baseball movie is movie. Training Day. Training Day? Yeah, with Denzel Washington and Ethan Hawke. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that better than Tin Cup? Yes. Wait, oh, wait is Tin Cup? Tin Cup is a golf movie, isn't it? I don't even know. <laughs> It's a Kevin Costner movie, I think. So Kevin I Costner, you just baseball. assume he's a pitcher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think so. He manages a baseball team. Uh, it's like uh, the movie Role Models where that little kid says, you're white, so you're Ben Affleck. <laughs> you're white, you're Ben Affleck. I love that movie, by the way. You're yeah. in the movie, so it's a baseball movie. And I've met that kid. I had to do a did photo shoot you, with that kid. Did he tell you you were not Ben Affleck? N- no. Uh, if anybody wants to watch a horror movie out there, there's a movie called Knucklehead, and uh, I yeah, I did. I looked up a kid, about. and he's like an old man now. Oh really? Yeah, he's all grown up. Okay, now let me tell you something else. So this Louis Mentius is going to Lamprey, right? And then uh, Sean Kelly said, "Oh, there's no transfer fees," and for the first time that I can remember. Sean Kelly actually had a strong opinion about something. He was very upset that small teams don't get uh, transfer fees the way they get in football and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to tell you something. When the Skull Crusher League happens, everybody's going to get paid a transfer fee. Well, you know why. The team, the writer, the new team, everybody gets a transfer fee. I get a transfer fee. A couple of things. A couple of things that I can tell you. He's got skin in the game. Well, of course. Because of his team, he knows. Number one. Number two, Nairo Quintana, that trade to Movistar from 472, there was a transfer fee there. Yeah, his name was Dyer Quintana. <laughs> no, 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 no. Least they Something, do a with certain, you. a small percentage of his salary went to 472 for like two or three years. Oh, nice. That's how they structured it. Yeah. Hmm. So, there's that. But, yeah, every time they say that guy's name, I think they're saying Menses. <laughs> Menses. Um, like someone has Menses. And I was going to say something else, but I forgot. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, I just want to race my bike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, when you watch it, you'll hear it. I'm going to watch it again. Dude, I have a sound clip of Frank Schleck dropping an F-bomb on live television. And now I can't find it. Was he super excited because he won something again? And his dad would finally talk to him again? (laughs) Where did this thing go? Oh, man. I did like Ruben Plaza's like three-hour win on Saturday. (laughs) Like... Yeah, it took forever. Yeah. I, Jesus that Christ. That was crazy. Dude. Holy guacamole. Okay, hold on a Who second. Who does that? Hold on a second. Uh, what do I do here? Him. Something about that kit, man. They must have been like, all right, it's the second to last day of the race. We promised the sponsor we would get 72 hours of TV time. <laughs> we only have yeah. 69. Somebody do something. <laughs> uh... Well, I couldn't find the F-bomb French link. If I find it, I'll put it at the end of the podcast. Was it in a post-race interview? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was with, uh, I think it was with What's-Her-Face, Laura Messinger. Um, 
uh, Klaus, I'll ask you this. Do you think that Team Colombia had a good Vuelta? No. Do you think that Team Colombia has had a good season? No. Then why are they why are they sponsoring the team again with a dude who doesn't know what he's doing? Oh my god. Namely Claudio Corti. Oh, that's a big question. <laughs> why? Because I don't think the people that are shelling out the money know any better. And I think Colombians, we have a tendency to be razzle-dazzled by anything European and not Colombian. So you're telling Honestly. me that Team Colombia could never be managed by a German, for example, because a German wouldn't razzle-dazzle because Germans tend to be honest and truthful. No, I think it could never be managed by a Colombian because Colombians don't razzle-dazzle their, themselves. No, I know, I know, I know. What I'm saying, what I'm trying to get to is that you need to be a cheating Italian to be able to convince a foreign government to give you a shitload of money to put together a two-bit team that is never going to amount to anything. I don't think it takes that much convincing. I don't think he's a mastermind. Hmm. Well, I think this. I mean, I, I think it, it was a. It's fantastic that they all finished. That's an accomplishment. It was a hard race. But short of that, I mean, they tried to go on the brakes. They lacked good strategy. And, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a sign of, I mean, this season they try to change strategy by trying to win King of the Mountains. Oh, yeah, I could tell. I could tell. In smaller race. Yeah, they were trying to win the, the, the King of the Mountains. Did you see that? The, the guy, the, one of them finished seventh in the King of the Mountain competition. That they really were trying for those King of the Mountains points. No, no, in smaller races, in smaller <laughs> races. In the Welts, I'm sure they tried. I'm sure that was an objective. Mm, but Jesus. the race was too big for them. It was pathetic. It was truly, truly pathetic. I was, I was actually I mean, rooting for Team Colombia. This is my last season rooting for Team Colombia. From now on, I just don't care. I want them to right. lose because I want them to lose that, that money because I want Claudio Corti out of business. He's a crook. Wow. He's a crook. He's, he's charging the Colombian government. Yes, it is racist. He's <laughs> charging the Colombian government a shitload of money, and he doesn't know how to run a team. It's a joke. I mean, he would have known how to run one like 14 years ago. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He's just a bit behind the times. I, I guess when you start to wonder about what could be done with that money is when you kind of are brokenhearted just thinking about that. That's my beef with yeah. it, you know? How about, and I don't think it's the writer's fault. How about running you know, water? I mean, how about running water for every town that every one of those cyclists comes from? That's There you go. Use that money for that instead of freaking wasting it in Europe and some, like, tacky Italian. I just think... The team could be run better. It could be used in academies in a smaller team in a million different ways or in a team like it that's run better and has more clear objectives. I mean, I don't know what's going on for next year because it, it's all coming out of government money, which happens on a year-by-year budgeting-like cycle. So I guess it'll be reevaluated, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I don't I So much goodwill has been wasted on what that project could have been. 
Uh, do you also read that at some point Cavendish said, and I quote, nobody wants to go to the Vuelta? It's like, I don't know. It looked like there was 198 dudes that were very happy to be there. I don't know what you're talking about. Nobody wants Were they to happy to be there or they, they just have to go there? Well, regardless, I mean, nobody wants to go to the Vuelta. It's, not actually, it's actually not true at all. I'm pretty sure that when How somebody, do we verify this? I don't know. I don't know where he got his information an, from. Let me tweet at him. It's an unverifiable claim, but I think he would know if he's talking to like his friends and stuff, and they're yeah. all looking at the length of the transfers and the linoleum on the beach. But I'm going to tell you, you something, know. dude. You're going to tell me that the average writer, on average, would rather go to the Tour of Britain than a Grand Tour? Oh, we forgot to talk about the Tour of Britain. Maybe. They don't want to get run over some- by a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> like some fighters really like doing the tour of California. Wide roads, it's easy, good tourism. Right. You can go to Disneyland, you can go shopping. Right. Yeah, fuck that. I don't know. I I I, I don't like Mark Cavendish. <laughs> if you're a certain guy who retired from Garmin last year, you can go absolutely crazy on Tinder and like tear up the United States. Grinder? <laughs> Tinder grinder. I can't keep those straight. Tinder grinder. No no wonder it always hurts when I use that. I never know which one's which. The one for straight people. Tinder. Tinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, speaking of the Tour of Britain, Gaviria wins in Britain. Yeah, against like serious uh, competition. Against Greipel. Yeah. And Greipel congratulated him. Did you see that? Yeah. Cavendish tweeted out like how proud he was. He's like, I'm so proud that I'm leaving this team. <laughs> yeah, you know how awesome this is? Let me show you. I'm going to leave. <laughs> yeah, but Gaviria looks certainly like the real deal, which is fantastic. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm yeah. yeah, that's good. And like I said, he was and, cool that, uh, um, what's his face? Uh, pat him in the back. At- uh, let me see. Welta, Wiggins Welta, Welta. What? Wiggins was there. At the Welta? <laughs> no, the Tour of Britain. Oh. The team or the man? I the team both. or the knight? <laughs> the knight. The knight, yeah, in his horse. <laughs> On his horse, whatever. But more importantly than that, didn't you guys think that Tundu Mulan's helmet for the time trial, for the, for the time trial, fit kind of funny? Look it up. I didn't know. Look it up. It's really funny. <laughs> it's funny. Um, listen, so uh, Movistar controversy with the hiding of the seat post. Yeah. Mike, mm. tell me about this controversy. So there was uh, some fans filming the Peloton going by, and then the team cars were coming up behind, and a Movistar team car pulled over. Guy jumped out, took a bike off the roof and a seat and a seat post out of the car, handed it to a Movistar guy on the side of the road and said in Spanish, and Klaus has verified the translation of this, hide this so no one will see it. And the dude took off running down the street. And then he got back in the car and continued on with the rest of the team cars. So they, and, and, the and woman, then a little girl says, yeah, why right? don't they want anyone to see it? <laughs> That's funny. Um, so the first thing that the entire internet conclusion jumped to was there's a motor in this in this bike. Like there's 
something about this bike that it cannot be inspected or seen and needs to be disposed of. And Movistar since came out and said, you know what, the bike was broken. The seat mast, post, connector, bolt, however they work these days, broke. And we don't like to drive around with broken sponsor stuff on our bike, so we just wanted to get rid of it where no one would see it. Like, they didn't deny saying any of that stuff. They just said that was the reason. Um, it is so, such a weird explanation that I fully believe it, which is funny. <laughs> well, I think it's the simplest explanation. I, I would imagine that it's true. However, at the risk of feeding the chemtrail fires. Oh, please do. Allow me to say the following. Oh, please go, go ahead. A source that, forgive me for saying, I cannot disclose because the person has not said that it's okay for me to say it, but it is a person in the know, far more than but like it is three a of person. us together and some. It is a person. It is an actual person that works in the world of cycling and really knows his stuff. His take was, no, I think Canyon, I mean, uh, Movistar is telling the truth about the Canyon bike. However, I absolutely do believe that this is an issue in cycling, in pro cycling right now. Motorized bikes. Yes. So yeah. So that Which leads me to my yeah. Scared. That that leads me to my to my point over here. So when I talked to my brother, actually we went back and forth the three of us on some emails, and Klaus said, "No, I know somebody who told me. Believe me, this is really a problem in cycling." That's when I was like, "All right, I've been hearing this thing about the motors in the bikes and the blah blah blah, and the whole thing." And Greg LeMond does his little demonstration and blah 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 blah. I need to talk to an actual engineer about this thing. So I searched myself an actual engineer whose name was also will also remain undisclosed because he's very prominent in the mechanical engineering world. And I asked him a simple question. An engine, and it has to be an electrical engine, of course. This can't be a gasoline-powered engine, obviously, right? The little motor. So an yeah, electric motor that would fit in a bicycle, in the tube of a bicycle. So we're talking about something around one and a half inch diameter, maybe. And it can be as long as six or seven inches, right? It can't really sure. weigh that Even much. Like- it can't really weigh that much, but it could weigh, let's say, up to two pounds. I think that if, you weigh, if it weighs more than that, it will start looking a little funky. How much power can an engine like that, an electrical engine that has to be rechargeable, really create. A few I, watts is it? I was need. expecting, yeah, I was expecting like, ah, just a few watts, I don't know. I mean, because I was thinking like my remote control pickup truck when I was a little kid, that kind of electrical motor. Well, no. blew my mind when he said one horsepower, which is 646 watts. Whoa. There you go. Of course, it wouldn't run all six hours of a stage. But six, oh, you just need it for an attack. 650 watts. That is insane. I just want to ride in my motorist bike. My bike. <laughs> <laughs> I... That's the worst impression, but also the best worst impression. <laughs> I know. It's kind of like how uh, I've always said, sometimes when you do an impression of someone, you're just doing Dana Carvey doing the impression. <laughs> like like George Bush. Like George Bush. Yeah. I don't think anybody does not, George Bush anymore. Everybody not going to do it. 
Not going to do it. <laughs> That's all. I don't know. I'm doing a bad impression of a good impression that Dana Carvey did 15 years ago. But, dude, so aren't go. you guys blowed away? 750 no, watts. So what does that mean? You have to have, like, a chainsaw no, engine means, attached to your bike? It means that all of a sudden... I'm like fucking blown away, and I think everybody has motors in there. I, I'm I'm thinking, I have a moped downstairs that doesn't produce 650 watts. What's wrong with my little motorcycle, man? Well, you have a moped? <laughs> no. I no, I was about to say. I think you have a razor scooter. Yeah, I know, but it doesn't have a little engine on it. It's no, no, insane. no, absolutely. And like I said, I I knew that they were capable of doing great things. I just didn't. I thought, again, this is just like nonsense. It's not really happening. But this person, the fact that he told me that, it kind of jarred me a little bit. I want to thank my friend Christian for being the secret mechanical engineer that told me about this. Dude. You just outed your source. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I don't think he gives a shit. <laughs> uh, it's un- uncanny, man. Uncanny that it could be that much. That much. I just never thought it was an issue because I never thought who would actually go through the trouble of building this thing if the only thing he's going to give you is like, you know, a couple watts. What's the difference? But I think with the advent and popularity of e-bikes, there's probably a fair amount of R&D that's going into smaller engines to give little boosts and stuff, you know, for like. So I need to remind you about marginal gains. <laughs> do we need, do I need to remind you about what happened when Mike Spriggs rode an e-bike? That's why I almost killed myself. <laughs> yes. Mike, can you please Seriously. tell us that story? For some reason when you told me, I thought it was so funny. After I learned that you were okay, of course. But it was very funny the way you conveyed it. delivery what guy with one of these 85-pound e-bikes rolled up and was talking to my super. And I was like, oh, this is an e-bike. Can I ride it? And he goes, sure. And I get on it. And I take a quick look at how the thing is rigged up, and it's got the little hand grip. So I assume that you just twist the grip, and it will eventually get up. I was expecting it to be – this thing is battery-powered. I was expecting it to just be slow. The bike is so heavy. And I get on it, and I turn the handle, and the thing just go like it just went. It went from zero to whatever <laughs> in two seconds. It could have been from zero to one, and it still right. would have been funny. <laughs> I thought it would be this gradual thing where, like, eventually by the end of the block, I might be going five miles an hour. <laughs> Little did you know you were riding Nairo Quintana's bike. That's why these Chinese guys can smoke packs of cigarettes and not turn the pedal because they're going 27 miles an hour. It's a motorcycle. On an 80-pound bicycle. I love that you stereotype every, every rider of every e-bike ever is a Chinese delivery man <laughs> that smokes. I just picture Mike going in like a crazy circle and then going straight into a curb and like falling into like bags yeah. of trash. If there had been a lineup of Harley Davidsons, I would have crashed into those <laughs> and knocked every single one of them. And then you would have run away from the bikers and you would have just made a turn into what looked like an alley, but it Which was is, actually a door into a club <laughs> called the Blue Flamingo. And Which then is actually not far <laughs> is not far fetched because the Hell's Angels court headquarters is on my block. There you go. Do you remember really? the Yeah. Wait, Philip Glass and the Hell's Angels are within? Yeah, like, like spitting distance. No way. Those dudes, they do. They take up, they just put cones out and they just commandeer parking spots and line their boats. And no one's going to tell them no. Who's going to tell them that they can't? Pee Wee Herman? 
you. <laughs> wow, good reference. <laughs> really, guys, please, we're gonna have to move these. I have a new e-bike coming. <laughs> you honk your little horn. It goes zero no, to twenty in two I, seconds. I just imagined. <laughs> I just imagined Mike walking into the Hell's Angels. Um, headquarters wearing the gray suit and like the white clogs and doing tequila dance with the- yeah <laughs> the sign no because the oh sign God. above the door it's on if anyone wants to visit it's on it's on east third street the sign above the door says when in doubt knock them out <laughs> really yeah. man those biker people are really clever with their sayings you it's know that you know that t-shirt in the back it says if you can read this my bitch fell off <laughs> And then the girls have the t-shirts that say, this bitch don't fall off. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what I learned recently about biker gangs? Uh, motorcycle clubs? If your vest, yeah, like an MC, yeah, you know. MC. Um, if your patch is one single patch, it means you're like a club. You know, yeah, yeah. A, like law-abiding, whatever. But it's the multi-piece patches. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, Clouds. I can verify that. One of the guys yeah. down, one of the one of my super's friends is used to be in a motorcycle gang, and he's always telling me about motorcycle gang stuff. So, if you need anything verified, let me know. Oh yeah, no, dude, I, that is easy to know. You can actually, I yeah, I, I've researched that quite a bit because I'm I well, because every time I see some like shady, crazy looking dudes, and I see the patches, <laughs> I would always look up what some of the patches meant. Oh, so I'd be like, should I have been afraid of that guy? Like, and talking about my e-bike in front of him or not? <laughs> Klaus, do you remember? I don't want to be like telling him like. Hey, you should see how my friend like went into a, a bag of garbage. Like, I'm gonna get one like that. I don't want to make a fool out of myself into a, in front of a guy that could kill me. Are you saying that you want to start an e-biker gang? <laughs> I kind of do, and I want to know how to make the patch correctly so as to not so get there... in trouble. The innkeepers or any other biker gang. There was a, there's a couple of e-bikes shops in in Chinatown. I'm not making that up. They're in Chinatown. Okay. And I think it was Bike Snob or somebody posted a photo a week or two ago. One of them, one of the batteries exploded and the thing caught on fire and the guys were trying to put it out. And I don't know if you guys know how to put out an electrical fire, but it's not how you think. Not water. No. And it made it worse. Like I made it worse and it exploded. Oh no! That's but not also, funny. No one was hurt, but it was just the sight of one of those bikes like fully engulfed in flames. Was there a bunch of Chinese people on fire with their hair on fire running around? Because that would be funny. No comment. Here's the was thing. Was there? Was there? Did, did, did the theme song for uh, for uh, what's his face? Klaus uh, Benny, Benny Hill. Benny Hill. The guys, all the Chinese guys with with their hair on fire, running around the motorcycle or e bike. With their head on fire, screaming in, 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 in fast, like... Forget that. What's most interesting about this is that an e-bike will catch on fire exactly the same way that a Tesla will. <laughs> oh, come on. That's that guy whose Tesla just caught on fire. Low, right, low, right. blah, 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 no, Did blah, you see blah. that? And don't. the guy was like, I would totally buy another one. <laughs> Dude, don't, don't. Don't make fun of Teslas, man. Don't. Come on. That's not... One good. of the features of my bike is that it does not catch on fire. That's what it you just think. throws going to a dumpster. That's what you think. I'm gonna I'm gonna cover it in kerosene and set it ablaze. I'm pretty sure my bike would survive. 
Uh, I can guarantee you that if I set your bike on fire, it will not survive because it'll be a ritualistic praise to Satan. Satan himself will come down and steal it, and he'll take it away. Man, Mike's bike doesn't even go because he took the chain off and just threw it into that trash can a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, that, that, was, that was the first step in turning his bike into an e-bike. Get rid of the chain. What do you need that for? That's a right. motor is I feel bad. I should have recycled it. You would have gotten yet. You should have just kept it so you could use it again. <laughs> Not recycled it. Recycle it yourself and use it yourself. I'm still upset that you threw out that chain. <laughs> In case you can't tell, because I know how much campy chains cost. They're kind of expensive. I know. Just buy a KMC one. Forget about it. That's a free plug. Whipperman? You're a Whipperman man? I don't know. I bought a campy one. Why? I don't know because I don't. I think the one that broke might not have been campy, and then I was like, "Was that even a campy chain?" Maybe that's the. Problem. I was about to say. I can't remember the last time I broke a chain. I think I was seven years old. You know what you're like. You're like the guy whose Tesla caught on fire, and he's gonna buy another one. That's exactly what you're like. What about? Come to think of it, the chain was on fire when it fell off. What about? I knew it. What about Daddy Van Poppel going to Sky? What about Mikelanda going to Sky? That's a good move. What about Mikhail Katowski going to Sky? What about Benyarin Chausti going to? What about Mikhail Golash going to Sky? Everybody's going to Sky. So who are they dumping? Arthur Vichol? Yeah, who's not going? Who's not staying on Sky? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Actually, let me tell you who's leaving Sky. According to this list. Hashtag Wiggins. According to this list that is, uh, may or not may not be very incredibly accurate. Um, Team Sky. Team Sky. Mikel Nieve is going to think of Saxo, apparently, rumors say. And Richie Port, of course, already going to BMC. And that's it. That's all the people that they have leaving Team Sky. Why would anyone go to think of Saxo? Uh, you don't have Twitter, and you're just like, this team seems cool. <laughs> this team seems very well organized. <laughs> Every single writer in Twitter has no idea who. Someone email Mikhail Nieve with the, just the link that says twitter.com <laughs> slash Oleg Tinkoff. The only good reason why you should. That's all you need is, is to look at the, his last five tweets, whichever, whatever they may be. Do you want to work for this guy? Wow. Um, all right, guys. It's happened again. You've wasted a perfectly good hour listening to their dumb crap. Isn't that what Click and Clack used to say? Yeah. I heard an old episode the other day. Tears to my eyes, man. Seriously. So, so sad. Yeah, one of them died, right? Yeah, Tommy. Yeah. Tommy. If you want to hear something amazing, look it up. I'm sure you can find it because I did. This is years ago. But they did a commencement speech for a graduating class in Harvard years ago, the two of them. And it is some, it's true, it's just some of the funniest shit you'll ever hear. It was awesome. Those two guys were amazing and a big influence on my podcasting career. Actually, one of the... Really? Yeah, definitely. I mean, really, really, really. A lot of times when I, when I think about the podcast and what kind of should and shouldn't happen in, a, in the podcast, I think about them. Very we should have call-ins. Then we should have call-ins. No. Because that's the best part. 
dude, of car talk. Okay, the reason that it could never and we got to do it in Cambridge. Podcast. Well, yeah, of course. Um, no, the, 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 the reason that it would never happen is because uh, the Tapper brothers actually knew what they were talking about. <laughs> we have no True. idea what the hell we're talking We would about. get caught out pretty fast. I think everybody that listens to the podcast that I've met has told me, dude, whenever I hear you guys, you say this wrong and that is wrong, and we just don't check our facts, asshole. Oh, so, yeah, you could never. Least work. informed, least professional. And least consistent podcast out there. Po- yeah, absolutely. And we're very proud of the fact. Our claim to fame. Uh, speaking of the claim and the claim to fame, I have two questions for you guys. First, when are you guys arriving in Richmond? Very important question. Oh, the world's Mike, Fri- you're, you're Friday. Arri- you're arriving Friday. And yes. Klaus, you're arriving Saturday? Yeah, Klaus. late. Yeah, late Klaus Saturday? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Klaus is only there for the important stuff, all right? He's got VIP tickets. Way to diss the women's race. Way to diss all the ladies waiting for you. Believe too. me, I wish I, I wish I were there for a longer, much longer amount of time. But I'm going to tell you something, all the listeners and the two of you guys. If you want the ladies, if you want the real party, if you, if you know what I mean, you got to come to my hotel. And I'm only going to disclose the name of my hotel in our next episode. I'm going to disclose the name of the hotel that I'm staying at and my room number. What? that party what, what, what? I'm pretty sure what you're what you're proposing is illegal what to How do it? over podcast what to throw a party and, in, and invite 5,000 of my closest friends you know who's gonna Did play you get at my party the Tappet brothers the Tappet yeah you know who's gonna play at my party Guar no <laughs> no because Otterius Urangus is dead um, they're still a band. No, they're I know. Touring now. No, I know, and they have like five different singers. I thought it was just the one guy. No, no, no. It's uh, it's a girl. The main singer is a girl now. But then they oh have God, like different God. singers for different songs and stuff. Well, anyway, whatever. So. Who cares about that? Point being, the party is gonna be off the chain, not. But we're all gonna be there, and if you see us, don't say hi. We are not interested in meeting you. That's not true. We don't want to meet you. We don't want to take selfies. We don't want to sign. Mike disagrees with we that. Don't wanna I don't your, we you don't want to sign your. We don't want to sign your girlfriend's boobs. Giant white beard. What you have? You a, do? Yeah. Like a Santa beard. Half white, half black. If you want to know what Mike Spriggs looks like right now, look up the new Slayer video for their new song. He looks just like Tom Mariah. From Slayer, look it up. Not that big. My, Mike, how long has this uh, beer been worked on? Uh, you know, like you know, six months, nine months. Holy Get Lord, that's F a lot of beer. Out, really? It looks good. But you, I like am the currently f- number four on the FBI's most wanted list. Look at Mike giving himself a compliment. <laughs> it look, it, like, no, it when looks- I say it looks good, I mean it looks insane. Like, people see me that haven't seen me in a while, and they're like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Klaus, you and I should, like, grow. You should have told us this earlier. We could I could walk up us. to you two guys and pretend to be a listener, and you would not recognize me. Dude, we all should have grown, like, ZZ Top beers for worlds. <laughs> and but walked around with, like, beer. hats. The drummer, like, that a long beer. No, no, no. We would all, we would all have beers. Not Unlike ZZ Top, we would all have beers. Would be like Z Z Z top. Mike, um, I can't Z, wait to see Team it. Z top. Team. <laughs> yeah. 
So no one's going to recognize you. No. Good. Man, you're 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 lucky. Everybody's gonna recognize me and want to take pictures with me. And I'm like, okay, you, can you please sign my wife's uh, boobies? Oh, okay, fine. With this sharpie, except she's like 350 pounds. That is not gonna happen. She has zits on her boobs. What? <laughs> Mike, what do we say at times like this? <laughs> you no say comment. you say Dan. No we've comment. talked about this. No drinking during the podcast. Take the fifth. <laughs> Take the fifth. You please no the comment. Fifth. Yeah. Oh, wait, the Hells Angels knocked someone out. They were in doubt. I hear police cars. <laughs> oh, police cars. Whoop, whoop. Is the sound of the police. Oh, I totally don't have it. Oh, man. How did I miss that? Klaus. Klaus had a, a little sample of uh, KRS-One. Whoop, whoop. Is the sound of the police. And he waited all episode to use it. And when the opportunity came... I didn't blew it. All right. Uh, when is the when are the championships? The world championships next weekend, right? Next week, like most of next week, starting yeah. on like Wednesday. Are we gonna have another podcast before then? No. No. So we're gonna have. Yeah, one are after. you? I don't know. Do you guys want to? We yeah. don't have anything to talk about. We talked about it. Yeah. No. Yeah. So it's not this coming weekend, but the one after. We will have one a post world's podcast. It'll be. It'll be. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely gonna have my recorder with me, so I'm gonna be recording all. Three of us doing whatever we're doing. Can hey, you get pros to say you're listening to the speed metal cycling? Podcast? I would love to. Yes, yes. But did you know that there's a a team called Baby Dump? <laughs> what? The Baby Dump cycling team. <laughs> Why do I follow this? I am not. Why do I even bother? I am not kidding. It's a Dutch team, and it is called the Baby Dump cycling team. What is that? How do you translate that from Dutch? What does that mean? I don't know. It's called Baby Dump. B-A-B-Y-D-U-M-P. I, I can hear Klaus looking it up right now. It's a Dutch. I'm I, actually looking up the Hells Angels headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a picture of the front door? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It says like in and memory they also have show some, or something. They also have some nice planters. Yeah, there's a like bench up. and there's a huge sign that says do not sit on this bench. Yeah, they have like a bar across the bench because yeah, all the tourists are sitting on exactly. it. Exactly. That's funny. So, so sorry, that's what I was looking at. What, baby, I was not looking up baby, baby dump. dump. All one word. Baby dump. Cycling team. That can't be. Yeah, it is. What so is what that? is baby dump? Yeah, what does dump mean in touch? I don't know what baby dump is. Maybe it's not about baby shit. Maybe it's like you. It's like a. It's like a nursery where like you take your baby and you dump it there until you can. I don't know, but it's called baby dump cycle. Oh, it's like daycare. Oh, is it? No, no, I just made that. <laughs> like a daycare. Yeah, you just dump them. I don't know. No, I mean, it looks I, like a store. I see the team. It's like baby clothing, I guess. Why would they sponsor a psych? Why would they call themselves? Somebody who speaks Dutch needs to tell us what the hell is going on because this is yeah. Somebody that lives in yeah, in the Netherlands. Uh, it's baby stuff. I like think it means like baby depot baby. or like kids are us or something. That's my guess. Uh, it's called baby dump. I love it. I love it. Baby dump cycling team, my new favorite team. How's the kit? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I'll because their tagline is Alice for je baby. Everything for Everything your baby. Everything for babies? Yeah. Including where to put them when you shake them too much. <laughs> dumpster. That's baby dumpster, dude. That's their that's, that's their team. competitors. That's a different team. <laughs> Wait, hey. 
All right, so who's going to win the world championships, Mike? I don't know who's going to be there. Uh, My whole idea was to, to, to have media blackout. Go, um, since I'm going to be there and you guys are going to be there as well, I suggest you do this. Be surprised. Just be surprised. Be like, oh, that guy's in the race? I cannot <laughs> believe that he won. That is awesome. You don't even know what the course looks like? Yeah. or No, just, just go and, and really just enjoy it. Experience it. Uh, but is it possible that someone could win that you really didn't even know would be there? Uh, Mikhail Kwiatkowski. Mm. Bryce Philu. What? What if Bryce Philu wins the world championships? I don't even know what country is he even from. Bryce? He's French. Okay. He's not going to be there, but. <laughs> Surprise! That would be awesome. Peter Stetna. Surprise, he wins! Craig Lewis. <laughs> Surprise, he's retired. Uh, Klaus, who's going to win the world championships? I'm going to feel really dumb because I know the course is hilly. Like it has some, you know, steep portions or whatever. And cobbles. So, yeah, so I'm totally clueless. I don't know enough about the course. That's all I know. But, I mean, I would say if it's a small group, it could be someone like Valverde, which is crazy, whatever. But if it's a larger group, maybe it could be someone like Dagenkold. I don't, maybe I'm, I'm talking totally out of my ass because I don't know enough about the course. But uh, Sounds like you're talking out of your mouth. That's kind of weird. I'm, I, I'm very afraid that it's going to be Peter Sagan. It's very unfortunate, but I think so. Imagine what his kit is going to look like with the world champion stripes added to it. Oh, God, Jesus, Lord, I cannot <laughs> wait. Imagine imagine the first 27 tweets out of Oleg Tinkov's oh, mouth. Yeah, Peter Sagan is he going to be there? Wait a minute. Oh, God. Is Tinkov oh, going to be there? Gonna... Oh, I'm sure. Oh, do you think he would miss it? Hell Wait, no. If, can you what? get him to say you are listening to the speed? Dude, like, if I see Oleg Tinkov anywhere, I will charge towards him <laughs> with a, and I will beg him to say that for me. What if Good. some local Hells Angels in Richmond are in doubt and they knock him out? <laughs> <laughs> what, if? what if Peter Sagan is just riding and another motorcycle just goes whammo? Takes him out again. Okay, I'm going to tell you something. What if it's Peter Sagan riding, and then one of the Hells Angels motorcycles takes him out? And That's then what the motor. Like a oh, yeah, yeah. Hells Angel. Oh, yeah. Because they're out and they knock him out. Oh, I got you. I got you. Okay. I know what you yeah. mean. That's how I'm getting there on the back of a Hells <laughs> Angels motorcycle. <laughs> With a t shirt that says, This yeah. bitch don't fall off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mike, I should tell you that when my brother and I first moved to the United States, we met a kid who was an eighth grader and lived in the same apartment complex as us. His name was Mike DeBella, and he was from New York, which he com- always tried to make it sound like it was New York City, but I think he was from like suburb of Rochester. And when we asked him, like, when did you move here? He was like, oh, like last week I came in my motorcycle. And he was in the eighth grade. And we were like, where and is I've your looked, motorcycle now? I've like, looked him up. Park? I would love to know what this kid looks like now. Yeah. He had kind of froggy eyes. But whenever we'd be like, where's the motorcycle now? I'd be like, oh, I, I'm not keeping it here. Like, it's back in New York. I'm like, but you just drove. You're in the eighth grade. It was an e-bike. <laughs> <laughs> and it caught on fire. And then he I couldn't know. replace it. And it was like still a, a touchy subject. <laughs> Maybe. Mike DeBella's out there somewhere. Maybe. Mike, Bob. if you're listening to this, let us know that you're the out. The other thing that I remember about Mike DeBella that was funny was that uh, 
he told us about a baseball card where uh, the guy took the photo for the baseball for the baseball card holding a bat, and on the bat it said F U C K. Yeah, and that's a true story. But that's he wouldn't true. say the word. I know, but what I'm saying, I know, of course, everybody knows the card, but <laughs> he'd be like, on the bat, it says F-U-C-K. <laughs> it wouldn't say like, fuck. I'm like, uh, my fella, you can say it. Yeah, You rode your cycle all the way from New York. <laughs> Did from- you notice how this podcast was completely lopsided? We got the cycling right away, but then it descended into this. <laughs> Maybe this is the way we should do it. People can actually turn it off ahead of time. Well, anyway. Yeah. We're done. We are. It's over. Uh, you don't have to listen to our crap anymore. If you hung on for this long, then God bless your soul. Mike, Klaus, and the Skull Crusher are going to be in Richmond, Virginia for the UCI World Championships in two weeks. Yes. If you ask nice, I will sign your wife's boobies. <laughs> If you ask nice. And only if I can get a out of it. You know what I'm saying? Oh. If you ask nice, Klaus may, may take a photo with you. Sign your e-bike. Sign your (laughs) e-bike. If you ask nice, Mike may crash your (laughs) e-bike. Right. Free of charge. All right, fools. We hope to see none of you there. But if I have to run into you, if I have the misfortune of running into any of you listeners, you have to buy me a beer or breakfast or something. All right? Uh, Same for Mike and Klaus. Buy us stuff. We're poor. Klaus, Mike, anything else you guys want to discuss, talk about? No. Mike? I got nothing. I'll see you at Worlds. Hell yeah, I cannot wait to see uh, Mike's Briggs with the big fat beard. I'm the guy with the white flower in my lapel and the <laughs> Al-Qaeda beard. <laughs> the Al-Qaeda beard. Yeah, good Basically luck going down to Rich. He's the, he's the man with the... With the no, I'm taking the train. I'm on the no-fly list. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Figures. Are you really taking the train? That's awesome. I am. No, I am taking the train. I love the train. Oh, I do too. It's awesome. Uh, I'm taking the... My car. Car. Yeah, I'm driving there. Okay. So, well, that's it. Yeah. Uh, This is the longest podcast we've ever done. Oh, excuse me. I just burped. Uh, Guess what? We're out of here. Peace. Try to bring him back, and we did. You know, sometimes it's strange. Like, um, then when he had the flat tire, I think the pressure went off, and he's like, oh, what the fuck? I'm just going to have a try. I mean, I had a flat tire. I had... Suffer to come back, but I think that.